podcast, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good mic check. Yeah, that was funny. That's really, yeah, that's, that's good mic check stuff right there. <laughs> um, so we've had so much fun stuff going on. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't even know why. Get closer so, to the mic. I'm, I'm, the mic is like in my brain. <laughs> I'm so close. Honestly, here's the thing. I'm in a bad mood because I just rode the train with like the most obnoxious person in the fucking world. Who is that? I, I don't know who he was. I what mean, was, I was trying to get doing? to know him. Hey, what obnoxious was, guy, what's your name? What's your sign? What what's was, stop you getting up there? <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing that he was so annoying? So annoying that you had to bring it onto the podcast. Listen. That you had to start our podcast <laughs> with hate for a man on a train. Listen, he had like one of those little um, handheld tape recorders, like the kind that you use to like record a lecture or something like that, you know, but like a bigger one. And uh, <laughs> he got on the train. He was totally fine sitting there minding his own business. And then like two minutes in the train ride, he just <laughs> turned on his tape recorder and he started playing what could only be described as someone like hitting pots and pans and like that's not in like a shitty like like it didn't sound like it was some sort of like traditional music or like from another country or anything like it literally it was actually sounded just a banging like banging on pots and pans and he was sitting there it was like just... the soundtrack to someone's migraine <laughs> it was <laughs> my migraine i was like what the fuck <laughs> And here's the thing, like, we're in New York, so no one's going to say anything. Because no one's trying to get killed on the train. You know? like, <laughs> not today, Do you want to die? Killer. Do you want to die on the cute train? Because I don't. So I'm not saying shit to that man. <laughs> I'm saving myself for the 4-5. And then here's what, was, here's what, like, really blew my mind. So this man played his, like, how much, how much recording of Pots and Pans did he have? I don't know. But the entire 30 minutes, it was playing, okay? <laughs> he needed to review all of that audio. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait, oh, wait, wait. I love this part, I love this part. This part is really good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They're getting to the part where they bring in the 12-quart saucepan. It's like, <laughs> it was awful, okay? So here's the thing. He got off at our stop, and what really blew my mind is, like, when the train pulled up to the stop, he turned the tape off, put it in his bag, he got off the train. <laughs> he got off the train. <laughs> he got off normal he was like well my job is <laughs> enjoy your podcasting <laughs> what well what if he's like a plant what if his job is to go around and make sure that people have something to talk he's like improv everywhere there it is he's just by himself <laughs> i was so angry and like i was looking around the train at other people like you know when you make that face at people like, can you believe this? What's going on? And everyone on the train's looking at me like, man, what is wrong? Fix your face. <laughs> this is just another another Sunday for me. And I'm just like. Are you new here? I know. I was so. Uh, I couldn't believe that when he got to the stop, he literally like turned it off and put it inside his bag and got off the train like just nothing. Like it was the weirdest thing. It's probably some social experiment. It was like, let's see what happens when a train full of people have to deal with this pots and pans banging for 30 minutes. Nothing happened. No one said anything. And I mean, he should have known. In New York, no one says, like, what are they going to do? I've seen people, my first week in New York, a guy stripped down butt naked on the train and was just screaming. <laughs> and no one on the train. He was screaming, welcome to New York. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, pots and pans, banging pots and pans. Um, no one did anything. 
I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. It was terrifying. You know what? No, I will say this. People got up from one end of the train and just moved to the other end just to get away from him. And that was it. No it's one. It's a good, it's like a good defense mechanism. We'll just move to the other side of the train. I, I guess so. I, I feel like New Yorkers are just so desensitized and also the very real threat of like, you don't know what is up with that person. They could have a weapon on them or something. Not the naked guy. Well, no, not the naked <laughs> guy. But I mean, he could still try to grab you or something. Right. Who knows? But people in New York are just, they, we just don't want to deal. And today I wish someone had stood up to this man with his pots and pans tape because it was awful. But you did nothing. No, I didn't do shit. <laughs> you did nothing except hold on to it and bring it on to our podcast. I know. So our I... entire introduction is you being upset about a guy on the train. When I tried to tell you about it when I came home, you were like, save it for the podcast. So <laughs> you got what you Don't had. ruin the magic. Oh. <laughs> I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. Get angry. <laughs> Four corners in a triangle, but we'll keep it 100 tie optional. With a chest from my desk, acting on the screen. You know who it is, man, it's Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to them live. This is last name basis. You ready? Yeah. Okay. The Nightly Show got canceled. I think my womp womp was better because it I, was. I used to work in the business. <laughs> you were you're a highly trained professional. I was uh, highly trained. I you know I got a lot of on the job training. I'll say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we should talk about it. Um, but I, I do want to say to start, thank you to everyone who watched our last week of shows. Patrick and my mom came to our last show, which was really fun. Um, and all the really nice messages that I've gotten, everyone has been so super supportive and it's been really tough, but I really have to say the toughest thing probably is the fact that I can't say I work in late night whenever I make a dumb (laughs) joke on the podcast. (laughs) Like I have to let that go. Yeah. That is. It's hard for you. For oh me, it's fantastic, though. You know, Don't gloat. Your loss is my gain, really. <laughs> I can say I used to work in late night. That almost works, though. You it has I mean? the same ring. I still get... You just have to... You kind of have to whisper the first part. I'm still technically on Comedy Central's payroll. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean... You're that's, still getting paid. I, you know, still getting checks. Um, so, that counts for something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can switch over to, um, you know, I've got a web series. <laughs> And that can be your witty retort once the paycheck stops web- coming. Yeah, except for ev- like I feel like everyone says that. Like I know, and then I'm gonna be like, I have a podcast, right? And now like everyone has a podcast, so that doesn't even. Mean- I have a Vine account. Ooh, that's a really that's a terrible reference. Really, is People Vine not a really- thing anymore? No, I mean already, it- really. It I was mean- like six months ago. Vine was blowing up. People were like, networks no, were investing no, in no, Vine shows. No, no, you're talking about Snapchat. Oh, is that Snapchat? Yes. You oh, see, okay. you don't. This is the problem with you. Is <laughs> you are. Right, I'm going to tell you, okay? <laughs> I know. Don't you worry. You're a hating ass hater. <laughs> you, you can always what? call me a hating ass hater. I can. And you know what? Someone actually said that they missed me calling you that. And I'm, I'm bringing it back for them. You're you, bringing it back because you can no longer say you work at late night. 
which no, kind of I can say I used to, I'm still able to say I used to work in I, at one time. But this is what my point I was trying to make is you were a hating ass hater and you like to talk <laughs> shit without knowing shit. That's that is a major problem. It's the best way to talk shit though. Here's why. Because you don't have to invest any time in researching the shit that you're talking about. And then like it doesn't matter anyway. So like here's the thing. You get all these trolls that talk shit to you, right? But yes. these trolls talk shit and then they watch all your stuff. So right. you're like, ha, 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 you watched all my stuff, and now you're talking shit, but really you just watched all my content. So it's... So I win. Exactly. Right. So when I talk shit, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have no investment in what I'm talking shit about, which makes me more credible, if you can believe that. That doesn't even... <laughs> that made no sense. Well, how can these trolls watch all your content and then give you a hard time and then go back and watch more of your content? That makes them less credible as trolls, because obviously they don't hate you, they love you. That's true. That's true. So when I talk so shit, I, I haven't even I haven't even gone through the first you page are the of Google results. You are the authentic hating ass hater. That's right. Because you actually just hate. You don't do research. I don't do anything you else. You don't make gifts, screen caps, nothing. You just just go out there. Without this podcast, say, no one would know I was a hating ass hater. I would just be <laughs> mumbling this trash talk to myself on the couch. Okay. Well, I don't know how you did it. But I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I made hate ass hater cool. <laughs> we need merch. <laughs> we do. We really do. And I hating and ass and hater. Yeah, knowing us though, our merch would come out more regularly than our podcast, and that would be uh, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes would be on the shirts two months before our episodes <laughs> dropped. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Nightly Show got canceled. Uh, that was sad. Well, you know, it's been really, um, I guess people have the best of intentions, but what's been really frustrating is people being like, so what's next? And I'm like, what was my job like last week? People were asking me that on like a Tuesday when I found out that the show was canceled on Monday. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing is that they didn't give you guys any warning. They just they called you guys were on your way to work one day. There was a meeting. And then they told you, look, we've been canceled. We've got like three days of show left. Four. Four days of show left. Whatever. But the point is, is that you had you had pretty much no lead time. And so when people were asking you immediately after in this sort of um, in this sort of vacuum that the show left because it was a lot of work. You were right. there all day. It was it was a demanding job. There was then, like a hundred. Uh, there was a hundred plus people on staff at that show. Like there was and, a lot of working parts. A lot of people lost their jobs. Like uh, not just the people you see on camera. Right. And then suddenly it was gone, and you had no time to prepare for that. And now you have people asking you, you know, what are you doing now? What are you doing next? And you know, because it was such a time consuming position, you had no. I mean, what were you gonna? You obviously weren't working on lining up more work. No, and I job. also think that people don't take into account that getting a job like that, like I had to lay the foundation to get that job. You know what I mean? Like I had been working for a really long time making content. You had, I had, to, you had to work an early night before you can get into the late night slot. Yeah, you know I wake up mad early. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like people don't know that I had already applied to work on that show twice before, like two years ago. I was in that showcase for the show, remember? Mm -hmm. And I, I was so upset because I didn't think I did very well. And then I submitted a tape to, to be a correspondent. So, I mean, when people say what's next, I don't think that they realize 
I mean, it's cute, but it's kind of weird. People are like, well, can't you guys just go to Netflix? It's like, it doesn't work like that. Like, you don't just call <laughs> Isn't up. is that where everybody goes, when it, right? When they get canceled, they're just like, well, Netflix will pick it up. They've well, got I mean, like, re like old episodes, maybe, but like a late night show, like no one wants to watch past episodes of a late night show. That's a, yeah, the replay value is pretty low. No, it's like after the day that it happens, like it's not, it doesn't, it, the stories are old and, you know, people move on. It's not like your favorite sitcom, right. which you can watch over and over It's again. like picking up an old issue of the paper. Right, like it's no like, one you reads. Don't need that. No one reads a magazine after the first time that they've read it. Like they read it, and I mean, they probably don't even read it the first time. They just look at the pictures. <laughs> we know how magazines work. Well, that's how I, you know, that's how I do. Um, <laughs> and so, like, there's no like replay value in that respect. And so, it took a really long time for me to get the nightly show job, and I'm I'm very thankful. I had an amazing time there. I learned a lot. What's next for me? Well, you know, I'm going on auditions. Yeah. I'm going to meetings. I don't know. Like, and it's, I, I feel better about it. But last week I was having like a meltdown. I was like, if one more person asks me what's next, I'm going to like, what's next is I'm going to flip over this table. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know what? And it is really nice of them. Obviously they're doing it to be supportive. Of course. And, and people are so sweet. And there's no way that they would know that, you know, with all your success, you were feeling really, you know, a little beat up about it. I was feeling terrible, especially because there were so many people. I mean, I don't read my comments anymore, but there were people gleefully, at least on Twitter, celebrating that we had been canceled. Oh, yeah. And it made me feel sad, you know? Like, this was a huge opportunity for me. And I... I you made the most of it, though. I think so. And you I definitely did. And I don't, I don't take for granted the opportunity. Like, I'm so lucky. Um, Larry and our executive producer, Rory, took a huge chance on me as someone who has not worked in late night before, as someone who has not really written for anyone other than myself um that's that's hard to to jump into that and also to write for someone who's so different from me and has a lot of different perspectives there are many times on that panel where larry and i did not agree on things and um i think it made the show interesting but it made my job harder in terms of you get an assignment sometimes and it's not a story that i'm interested in or i know much about or i don't necessarily agree with the take and mm -hmm. That was all a really awesome learning experience for me. It's different when you have to present information and you have to give backstory and context on something. You know, that's what we do on Decoded, but on Decoded, it's more of like a straightforward 101, like here, this, 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 and this. But you this also control all that content, and it's content that comes out of your own mind. Right, and I get, I have a say, and like, here's what I think I want this topic to be about, and like, graphics, and you know, who's involved in, in, in it. And, and I can fight for certain things and be like, I don't think we should cut this. I want to keep this. You know, you don't get to do that when you work on somebody else's show. I was not the host of Nightly Show. So just that, like the fact that I was writing for a man who was so much older than me, there's certain things and references I would make that Larry would never make. I, you know, I would make Beyonce jokes all goddamn day. I know you would. I know you would. I, or, by the way, I saw you listening to Lemonade and getting pissed off in there. You did? I saw you singing, and like it, it turned into hate singing, and I was like, you know, I'll just be out like, in the living room. I was folding laundry, and I was like throwing laundry around the room. <laughs> I saw that. I was getting, I was getting pumped. I just, I just slipped out and into the living room and said, you know what, I'll just, I'll just have to counter with a surfboard.
You know what, though? I have to say, <laughs> you slipped out of the room and you came and you sat in the living room with no air conditioning, I might add, because I had the AC blasting in there. And I was like, I wonder, I, I came out here, I was like, do you want to be in the room? Because it's really hot out here. You were like, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm <laughs> no. good. And I was like, now I'm realizing why. But at the time, I was like, that's really weird. It's like, really why? uncomfortable out here. It's really hot out here. Why does he not want to be in the room since, you know, we have this no two AC policy. Right? We can't run both ACs because the, one of them is so big that it blows the fuse every time we have them on at the same time. Honestly, even when so, we just have that AC on, we blow the fuse because I have blown the fuse while you haven't been here, I'm going to say two or three times. And that was the only thing running. Nothing else was running. Riveting. Okay, well. <laughs> we do. Other people are going to listen to this podcast. Patrick and I went to the Friend Zone live anniversary show, one year anniversary show. Yeah, congratulations to the Friend Zone, a really great podcast uh, with our friends, Hey Fran, Hey, uh, Asante, and Dustin. And Dustin. And you know what? To me, it was really fun. It was great to just see them do their thing and see all of the support from all of their fans. They did a great job, too. But. I have to say, I did get a chuckle out of the fact that Patrick was getting recognized. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And he's so funny about it, too, because people would be like, Patrick, and he just kind of turns around like, huh? Oh, like, like just like a regular person. I mean, not, not, not a not regular person. I'm just a regular guy. No, I just mean in the sense that when people would say Patrick, you kind of, you're... Your My first thought was, oh, shit, I know this person. I don't remember them. Right. You, weren't, you, you didn't have, like, the inclination to realize that these were people that listened to the podcast, and that's how they know you. You're just like, oh, I hey, know. what's up? And then they're like, oh, my God, I'm a fan, and I love the podcast. And then Patrick's like, whoa. Like, it was so cute. Like, you – it was adorable. And I just – it made me so happy that we met so many people that listen to the podcast, but it made me – extra happy that they were so nice to you and they were so excited to talk to you and like take pictures with us and yeah that was it was awesome it was really really nice and i really enjoyed meeting everybody but yeah it is strange i'm so used to being with you and you getting recognized and i just stand off to the side and let you guys do your you know recognition selfie thing or whatever it is you're doing um and then these people were like patrick and i was like me i'm like looking <laughs> i'm looking around like well, you know i'm just like there's got to be another patrick over here because <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. Except for after we left the show, <laughs> then it had to, like, after Patrick had maybe taken, like, I don't know, how many pictures do you think you took? Like, five? Not five even that many. Ten? Just a few. No, just a couple. I, it was a little. It was a handful. Yeah. We leave, and this dude comes up to Patrick to ask him for, for a lighter. <laughs> and did. Patrick's like, one of my fans. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long to go to my head. Anytime someone approached me after that, I'm like, ugh. I will say he Do you he, have a pen? He did come up to you in a weird way. He wasn't like, "Hey man, let me can I get that lighter?" He was like, "Hey, excuse me. I'm I'm really sorry right. to bother you. Right. Can I just it's, get that lighter?" Like, what? Why are you like take, drawing this out? It didn't take any time at all to go like right to my head. By the end, I was like strutting. It was great. Oh my god, it was great. That's totally going to be like my my glory days moment when I'm like 80 something. I'm going to have a small grandchild on my knee, and I'm going to be like, did I ever tell you about the time I had a podcast? <laughs> and they'll, they'll say something like, what's a podcast, Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking they'd say something like, shut up, Grandpa. You're a burden on the whole family. Or <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, and I'd be like, it's true. If I hadn't spent as much time on last name basis, maybe I could afford to uh, pay for my own retirement. Like, 
Mom, Grandpa's hallucinating again. <laughs> I'm be like, but you should have been there. The fans, the lights, the audience. That reminds me And of, of course, the whole time I'll be referring to the time I was an audience member at the... <laughs> you were like, I was, an audience, I was an audience member at someone else's event. Yes. And people recognized and me. And, but there was a lot of applause and some bright lights. That's really funny. That reminds me of a time that... Um, the first time that I met Tracy. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. If you don't know, um, Crazy. We, <laughs> we, were, we were at this hotel and, um, <laughs> God, this is so funny. We were walking out and um, this guy with locks like comes over to us and he's like, oh my God. And I like, like a dumbass, I'm like, oh, like he's coming to talk to me. Ah. <laughs> and then he goes up to Tracy and he's like, I'm such a big fan. Like I've watched Girlfriends my whole life and da 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 you know, she's, of course, she's, like, super gracious. And I had this moment of, like, oh, fuck. I'm with, like, an actual celebrity. And I just had a moment where, like, I thought some random guy, just because he had blocks, was coming to talk to me. Right. And he was not coming to talk to me at all. And I had that moment of, like, huh. Oh, that is awesome. Not, you're not talking to me at all. And I don't even think she noticed it, but I was mortified. Really? I was so, so mortified. So embarrassed, yeah. Because I, I be, That's pretty humbling. It's so humbling. And not like I'm like, oh, I'm some star. But, like, whenever people come talk to me, I'm, you know, I love talking to people. Yeah, always... and people do it all the time. So and it's not like it's crazy for you to think that he was coming up to talk to you. And they're always super sweet, and I always enjoy talking to them. And I kind of, honestly, I'm more surprised when someone doesn't fit. Like, when we were on the train coming back from the Hamptons, this girl said hi to me. This really cute girl with, like, purple hair and a bike. Um, she was white with, like, lots of tattoos. Like, that surprised me because I, I usually – it's usually, like, black girls with natural hair right. or, like, guys with locks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm, I have a diverse audience, but that surprises me more than when somebody with locks is, like, looking at me on the train and then I have a moment of, oh, I wonder if they know me. Right, And sure. that's why – you know what I'm saying? And, and, and whatever. So – he fit the prototype of someone who might be in my audience. And the, he was coming over and he was looking at both of us. And I just, I had that humbling moment of, oh, no, you actually. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I'm right. with Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> with someone who's actually famous. And it was really, really <laughs> funny. Um, and, yeah, I just, I thought that I would share that mortifying thing with you. This is good. This is a really positive podcast. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes we um we like to keep it 100. So, um we were talking about this kind of sad story and we'll we'll just use it to segue into the rest of the story. Just I don't <laughs> I don't want this to just, just be Just to make like, sure you're completely depressed. No. 5 minutes into this podcast. Well, here's the thing. So, I heard about this story about this kid that died on the the world's tallest water slide. It's and like it's like we're talking about the friend zone podcast a second, which if you don't know, deals with like personal well being and yeah. the healing power of crystals. <laughs> and just in case you were asking yourself, is last name basis anything like that? No, we're not. No, here's a story about a kid who died on oh, a Well, water I'm slide. not gonna get into a story about it. I'm just saying like we were you and I were talking about it one day at dinner and I was just saying, like, I feel terrible for the kid's family. And I have, like, an aversion to rides. Like, I'm just afraid to get on rides. You are not a thrill seeker. No, I'm really not. And, like, and then I hear a story like that, and I'm like, see, that's why I stay off a ride. Because <laughs> I would be the one. I just know I would. I, know I would feeling. be the person that, would, that no one had ever had any problem on the ride. And the day I go on it, 
something happens and I die. And I'm just really afraid of that, you know? And I just, and I, and like, it's just like the, the co-owner of the freaking ride was like, 2014 had was quoted after they had a bunch of problems with the ride saying it's dangerous but it's a safe dangerous now and i just can't now right exactly <laughs> and now someone has died which i just can't understand why and again this is not to shame the kid or because he it's not his fault that he died but like if someone says this is a dangerous ride and like it's meant to be dangerous I just like that scares me so much. Like I can't imagine the no, feeling none of, them, of wanting to feel danger. None of them are meant to be dangerous. They're all meant to feel dangerous. But why would you want to feel? This is what I'm under, not because it because it causes a spike in adrenaline and a high fives when you get off the ride. Hi, but you didn't do anything. You just survived. Like that's <laughs> exactly what, like, that's, that's enough. But, sometimes like, don't you think that's kind of fucked? That's up what to all be of like, our ancestors did, in fact. No, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> but they didn't like do something to try and like tempt fate and then celebrate. Like that's what I'm not understanding. Like why would you? You're, you're high fiving because you understand. Because you're excited. Because you had fun. You're laughing with a bunch of people. You enjoyed so a thrill okay. with a, all your friends. I just want to like add a little caveat here. You are getting defensive because you're one of those people, right? You yeah, are, of you course. You are a thrill seeker. Not really you a thrill seeker, but... <laughs> you seek the thrills? Would you say that you seek the thrills? Didn't you tell me that you went onto a ride that dropped you down and then shot you straight down into a waterfall thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I went on one of those giant wedgie slides that you see where what you have to... What do you mean a wedgie slide? It's a wedgie It basically goes... It goes straight down so vertically that when you look at the ride, you... You think there's no way that gravity will keep me on but this slide. Why is it called a wedgie? Oh, because, because do you get a wedgie? Because yeah, you go down That's first. That's not. Why would you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you cross your legs, and then everybody gets up at the end, and you're like, get, like most of your swim trunks are up your ass by the why? end. But see, that's what. Uh, that's thrilling. So and then like, you get up, okay, you high five. So that's I just, great. I just wanna, I just wanna go back for a second. They advertise to you. That your swim trunks will be up your ass crack. <laughs> they don't tell you that. You cross they, your legs to try to keep told, that from happening. But somebody must have told you because you knew it was called a wedgie slide. Well, that's the unofficial name. Okay, but you knew what the results were going to be post-slide, which <laughs> <Yes>. involved, which included <laughs> a wedgie. Yes. Okay? All right. And yes. you still wanted to go on it. I went on it, and it was fucking terrifying. Because there, there were two kinds. This thing was so, I mean, it took you like like two weeks to climb the stairs to get to the top. You had to like stop and take break. You had to pack snacks. It was like, it was like a climb up to the top no, of the slide. I don't know. I don't understand why it was, you would do you that. You were so high. It was like nosebleed. It was just, it was just so fucking tall. Anyway. You are were, a certified white. There were two. <laughs> there were two. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you really are. <laughs> Only white people are like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in enough danger right now. <laughs> am I still on the pulse? Fuck that! <laughs> yeah, I just need to feel. Just need to feel like my life's threatened. <laughs> so you climb up the thing. You for climb two up weeks. the thing. There's two. There are two ways to do it. Where you just kind of get on the slide and, and push yourself down it. And then there's another one where you get into this this structure shaped like a bomb, and the floor falls out of the bottom, no. dropping you down onto the slide. That's a no for me. And now. I did that, and I was absolutely terrified. I was lucky I survived that. Oh, it was fantastic. I, 
High fives and wedgies. I don't understand. Sounds like a great day at the amusement park. I just don't understand, like, why you would want to do something so scary. Like, why you would want to experience. Says the woman that, like, just kind of casually puts on documentaries about the Holocaust. I like to learn. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do you like, like you, you will watch documentaries and crime shows about the most horrific events, and they're interviewing family members. People are crying. It's serious. It's not like law like and one, order. One day, Patrick came home. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what are you? I was taking out my hair because I had my hair in pipe cleaners, and Pat's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, this documentary about people that killed their parents. It's like, I'm going on roller coasters with friends and, like, smiles and high fives. You're sitting at home alone wallowing in other people's misery. I just, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I just, like, I don't, I don't know. I did read something about women liking criminality. Because, yeah. you know, my, we talked about this before, I think, on the podcast. And my mother loves watching Snap. Yes. Yeah. And that she talks about these people like they're her friends. And she's like, <laughs> so, so she married this guy. And he was taking all her money. And then she just had to kill him. And I'm like, what? Like, I never expected to go that direction. But she always says it in such a casual way. But I can't really hate on her because I watch that shit too, and I don't. I don't know why. I know, and then you're terrified. No, I'm not terrified. Yes, you are. No, Afterwards, I you're wasn't. like, my worst fear is being wrongly accused of a crime I didn't okay, commit. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. I, and then you I walk a, around being scared of no, being falsely no, no. accused no, of a crime you didn't the, commit. No, but the shows I watch, these people did commit the crimes. Like these are not falsely accused. Like these are people who actually mm. did it, and they're talking about why. Um, I also listen to this podcast called <laughs> Dead, Sex, and Money, which is it's really good. But yes, they definitely talk about like just people die, like people that almost died or people that died really tragically, and I just enjoy it. Exactly, I love you, it. I know you can't understand why I get on a roller coaster, but you'll be like, sometimes you just need to watch a you know a documentary about someone slowly dying of brain cancer. You know, me time. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like okay, like there's a disconnect here. Am I right? Yeah, fine. Call me out on it. <laughs> I just think what's different putting yourself in danger and watching someone else who didn't survive the danger. <laughs> I just yes. think those are different. They are. They actually they are different. They're very different. One is me from the comfort of my couch. The other one, you know, you could possibly not. You could, the wedgie could kill you. The wedgie, yes, a wedgie can go to your brain and kill you. You don't know. Instant death. You don't know until you. Well, you wouldn't know because you'd be dead. <laughs> good, good. Thank you. Dr. Fran. <laughs> so the Olympics uh, are obviously a hot topic right now because they're going on. No, you are really, you're really good at this. You are a pro podcaster. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my everyone fans think so. Oh, you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You took five pictures and now you got fans. You're a mess. Yeah, every, the Olympics are everywhere. I feel kind of like a f Olympic fraud because, like, I'm following who's winning and I'm like excited and I've watched the clips of you know like Simone Biles. Like, we watched this really cool thing about the physics of her being able to do flips and stuff and just like that's really awesome. But I didn't watch her like 
in real time when it was happening. Right. I haven't watched any of the Olympics as they were happening, nor did I go back and watch actual segments of the of the performances by the athletes. Yeah, I watched like the highlight reels, and I've been I, following like. I didn't even do that. I read the headlines. Yeah, I, and I read the headlines and like the sexist drama that's happened this year, but that's right. about it. Like, I'm not. I don't know. I just. I'm actually really glad that you're not a big sports fan because some people's, you know, partners are people that want to watch sports all day oh, long. Oh, those are like the ESPN watchers. Those are the people with, like, major league baseball and football teams that they follow. Right, but I'm talking about, like, they wake up early on a Saturday morning and they want to watch sports all day long and they want to have people over and they want to have, like, eat the dip and the pretzels and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is this... Is this about the dip or the sports? No, I'm just saying, like, that seems <laughs> like, to be... They want to hang out with people, have fun, kind of like people on roller coasters. No, I'm just saying that, like, anytime you have someone who enjoys, enjoys sports, mm. they're not eating, like, finger sandwiches. They're eating, like, chips and dip. Gotta have nachos and, and chicken wings. Right. And it's really eating... a good excuse just to, like, stuff your face full yeah, of terrible things. Yeah, they're eating, like, I don't know, what, like, it's not bar food, right? Is that bar food? It's like bar food, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bar food, and they're, that's what they want to do. And that's great. I don't want to do that. I want to. I want to eat bar food. I don't want to watch sports. Right. There's and a so huge I'm difference. glad that I've got one out of two. <laughs> that's not bad. It's. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's delightful that you don't want to watch sports all day. And even with the the Olympics, I like. I just don't want to watch it. Like I just think it's great. It's important. And I'm so glad that like history is being made, and there are lots of black women that are doing awesome things at uh, this year's Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. I will just watch the highlights. I just don't want to watch sports all day. I have stuff to do. <laughs> like watch documentaries. When people, people make history, just send me the gif. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I know you're being shady, but I endorse but that. But that's exactly what you do. It's the truth. Well, of the things that were worth watching, one of them was the Filipino diving team. Oh, God. Which, uh, just they just did, uh, like, the worst job. And I they were, it's not really their fault. Apparently, the, they don't get really a lot of funding, a lot of attention, so they don't really have the sort of backing that uh, the divers in other countries get. Okay, but you have to kind of qualify for people, because this is an audio podcast, how badly they did. Okay, so basically, instead of, instead of hitting the water in a dive, like, face first with their hands out. They landed on their backs. They landed on their stomachs. They did belly flops. They, they were doing yes. belly flops yes. at the Olympics. I'll give it to them. They were trying. I mean, they got like four flips in before yeah, the they landed on the their the beginning of the things always on their looked back. good. But they had no idea where that. You could see it in their faces, too, because I watched it in slow-mo. Yes. They looked like that emoji that's like all teeth. You know, it's like, <laughs> they looked exactly like that. And they looked like they had no clue where they, they looked like they just woke up spinning in the middle of the, in the. Uh, I will say this and I think that this is a beautiful metaphor for how we should all move forward in our life because when they got out of that pool they high-fived the fuck out of each they other. They got perfect zeros they were for like, their scores. They were like, you know what? And they were stoked. I was here, bitch. I was here. And it's, they like <laughs> It's just like it's just like how you feel when you get off the roller coaster. No. It's exactly they were like, dude, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome though, I gotta say, that they um 
they were able to go to the Olympics and do that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if they're not, if they don't have proper funding, like, then it surprises me that they were actually able to get to the Olympics. Yeah, in the apparently, first place. yeah. Just so you guys know, it's, it wasn't really their fault. You know, they didn't just go fuck it up. Yeah, but you know they, what? Um, like you I know, s- they went out there and they tried their best and they did like a shitload of flips and then belly flopped. Like I said, it's still positive that they got out of the pool with a smile on their face and yeah. they were proud of themselves. And for that, we want to give you the Filipino diving team at this year's 2016 Summer Olympics, the last name basis, <laughs> gold medal. Here it is. It's solid gold. Look, if you look at it in the right light. It's heavy as fuck, yeah, too. Yeah, it's... um. This is a nice, nice. Well, we're just gonna ship it to you, so if you can give us. Yeah, hold it up to the light. Yeah. Because I mean, that's where you really. Yeah, that's. It's. Look at it sparkle. If you if you see around the edges, um, it's um encrusted in diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent a lot. Really Honestly, beautiful. Here's the thing. This was this medal was more expensive than my engagement ring, so it's kind of a big deal. We actually melted down her engagement ring and added it to the medal. So that it could actually be the biggest medal. Yeah, possible. you'll notice on Instagram that I'm not wearing it, <laughs> and that's why because we're giving it to these divers because th- we think that everybody deserves a little something. So we put together a little something yes. for you. Yes, but now we're taking it back because it's really confusing that the Philippines is spelled with a ph and Filipino is spelled with an f. Oh, so you I no never... longer get the medal. I never thought Sorry. about that. I know. I, I don't get it. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but <laughs> I just think it's, like, ridiculous. Oh, wow. That's really – that is a fun little fact oh, yeah. that I never, yeah. I never thought of before. It's a little confusing, yeah, because every time I write Filipino, and I write Filipino a lot, don't ask me why. I just <laughs> do. <laughs> I have to second-guess myself because the Philippines is spelled P-H. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. F? This can't be right. Oh, that's really funny. Um, words, they're weird. <laughs> it's a, new, a new corner on our show. So I have a question for you. If you could go to the Olympics mm-hmm. and fuck up any sports you wanted to, I mean, just Fran at the Olympics, mm-hmm. like with all these Olympic athletes, just giving it her best, what, uh, what sport would you uh, bomb at? I would want to do the ribbon dancer on worldwide television. Is that a is that an Olympic sport? Yeah, it's like a, it's a gym it's a gymnastics thing, and they have like a little stick with a ribbon on it. I've seen the ribbon dancing. I didn't realize that was in the Olympics. Um, I mean, maybe I'm lying. I just I've seen it before. <laughs> Since you're not watching the Olympics, you would have no idea. Shit, I don't know. Um, but I do have fond memories of seeing the ribbon dancing when I was growing up, and also wanting the ribbon dancer like the the store-bought version of it because the theme song is one (laughs) that I still know word for word to this day. And so I would want to go to the Olympics and they would like introduce me and I would just like roll around with the ribbon and (laughs) sing the song. No, that would be awesome. You do the ribbon dance to the ribbon dancer theme song. Oh my God. Yes. So that would be my music. That's amazing. It would be like ribbon dancer riding on the wall. Ribbon dancer rise and let it fall. Ribbon dancer having so much fun. Ribbon dancer gotta get one. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I already have one. Woo! And I would like, like you know, just roll around, do like a roll around, so worm. I picture you literally rolling around on the floor like you're on fire. <laughs> stop, drop. I would do stop, drop, and roll. 
Well, it's great. And, like, you know, the ribbon, like, it does kind of, like, write on the wall and stuff. And it does everything they said it would. The theme song, <laughs> the theme song not did not lie. lie. <laughs> it really did it. And those are the kind of theme songs I like. <laughs> Fuck a theme song that, you know, misrepresents what it's about. <laughs> I need one that's going to be honest with me through and through. <laughs> What um, Olympic sport would you like to fuck up, Patrick? Oh, man. I, you know, there's a few good ones. Uh, there's trampoline, oh, which is shit. actually just being on a trampoline. <laughs> That's so fun. And that I would just be the guy out there just, like, jumping up and down on this trampoline, <laughs> being like, woo, doing the little scissor kicks and things. You know, just really basic. Just having a great time for however long they let me stay on the, uh, on the trampoline. I think I'd probably do that. God, um, I would love, I honestly think it would be so funny to just see the judges' faces. Like, yes, what are yes. they, like, oh, you, you are do. wasting our time. I would be just like I was, uh, like, a giant child, just like I was with, like, as a kid on the trampoline. I do, you know, I do, like, a, a badly executed backflip, and I'd be like, you see that, guys? Do you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, um, I really wanted a trampoline, but as an only child with how many friends? <laughs> um, there really wasn't a reason to have I a trampoline. I just cannot believe you didn't have a lot of friends. I mean, I have friends, but not like that. You know what I mean? Like a trampoline, right. you have to invite a bunch of people over right. to really enjoy it. But there was, um, in like two neighborhoods, <laughs> so two neighborhoods away, somebody had a trampoline. And so me and a few people, a few people that you know, including like Becky and a few people, would sneak into these people's yards and jump <laughs> on their trampoline. And I remember it being some of the best times of my life. Because you were hanging out with real people. Because I was like, oh, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> oh my god, I really want to jump on a trampoline now. Oh, they have those places that you can pay like 20 bucks. It's like an indoor trampoline yeah, park. Yeah, we should go to one of those. Oh my god, we should totally go to one of those. Awesome. You guys are invited. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, trampoline hangout. That's where we'll do our live show. Oh, On trampolines. Shit. <laughs> like this was the worst idea ever. The audience has to jump up and down as we're doing the live show. For a full hour, too. Oh my god, that sounds terrible. No bathroom breaks. Um, so we should talk about what's been going on in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> what has been going on well, in Brooklyn? I was leaving a pause to insert our theme song. Well, I can cut that in. So oh, well. that's the magic of podcasting. Brooklyn, 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 what the hell is going Brooklyn, on in Brooklyn? It is so freaking hot. Remember we used to talk about the weather on our show all the time? We did. And now it's just bad enough that we should be talking about it again. Well, in really um, riveting news, we have now blown four uh, fuses. No, like six. Because we bought the biggest air conditioner we could find. We brought the fucking Rolls Royce of air conditioners. And I, and I didn't make that up. The guy said that to us when we were at the <laughs> store. He was like, this is the Rolls Royce. And I was like, I like a Jetta. Do you have a Jetta? And then Patrick was like, no, this is the one. He's like, I've only ever... I only ever driven hatchbacks, so. I know. What about a Yaris? I had one of those. <laughs> Do you have one of those? I, yeah. um, they didn't have one of those. Well, they, they did, but this is what he really sold us on. And, I mean, I got to say, it feels wonderful in here. It can't, I mean, we used to have to retreat to our bedroom, which has another little AC that actually cools the space. So, really, our 90% of our apartment was useless. Oh, my God. It was so hot. And, and it's a different kind of heat because it feels like, I described it as the inside of Satan's butthole. <laughs> what kind of shit is I that? just because I feel like because <laughs> I feel like Satan's ass is really hot and like sticky 
and and it just it feels like someone is like breathing on you at all times. It, it is, does. It is such a disgusting feeling. What what little breeze there is is actually hot. It's yes. like it's like when you open an oven and you get that blast of hot air in yes. your face. It's it's like that, but the entire world is like that. So we we spent some money to buy this air conditioner, and gosh darn it, it keeps blowing out our fuse. And it's been awful. The other night, I had such a hard time. Yesterday, baby, I was so tired because I couldn't sleep because there was no AC in our in our bedroom. And then, like, you slept on the couch. You didn't tell me that you were going out there. <laughs> it's only one person can fit on our couch. No, I, I fit myself on that couch. <laughs> yeah, you did, to yeah. my discomfort. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm going gonna... to suffer. You're going <laughs> to suffer too, bitch. I'm not going to be in the room hot by my damn self. <laughs> you just you didn't piled say, on top of me. You didn't say anything to me. You were like, well, I'm just going to go in the living room since the freaking AC doesn't work. I woke up, and I was like, why am I so hot and nasty? And I tried oh, to... right, Satan's butthole. <laughs> I was like, oh, here. We are again, <laughs> old friend. <laughs> and I tried to turn on the AC. The AC didn't work. So I stumbled out here to see you on the couch enjoying the, the cool air. <laughs> and I said, screw it. I'm going to just force myself onto this couch, too. I switched Your nasty it. feet in my face. I, I swear. Your foot was, like, in my face. Whose fault was that? I'm just telling you that I dealt with it, and it was difficult. And then you're going to judge me for it. Uh, Well, I mean, I was the one who had to deal with it. You can't judge your own feet because you're so far. You put your face in my foot. Maybe if you spent more time with your feet, you're so far removed. You don't even know how, well. (laughs) Stop it. I'm not going to do it. Stop it. I did. Stop. Are you done? Go ahead. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. I have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, well, the reports are saying that it is now so hot in New York. I saw this all over my Facebook. I don't know if you saw this on Facebook and Twitter. That people were sharing these articles about how the heat in New York is so bad that it could make cockroaches fly. Sorry to do too. Is that what they do when they get really hot? They're like, fuck this. Well, here's the thing. I didn't think this was news because they fly in Florida all the time. They do. So. They do. I was like, have you been to Satan's butthole before? Because. <laughs> There's roaches flying about, all over the place. I know about the wildlife. <laughs> Check yourself. <laughs> like, every single person was like, no, what's going to happen? I mean, granted, it's gross for mm. sure. But. It just adds an extra dimension of disgusting and terrorizing. Yeah. When they fly at you. I actually had uh, a really rough encounter with a roach at your mom's house. Oh, my God. When I stayed there, I got up late at night to get a glass of water, and there's, like, this little light, just one single night light over the sink at your mom's house. Mm-hmm. And um, I see something moving, like a shadow, and I look up at the corner of the refrigerator right next to where I'm standing. Did he have a mask on? And there is the biggest roach I've ever seen. I mean, giant, like, decorated five-star general of roaches. <laughs> like. <laughs> He was so big, he cast a shadow on the <laughs> wall. This is not an exaggeration. I could see the expression on his face, and it was, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I look up at it. We lock eyes. We stare at each other for a minute, and then he launches himself at me, flying at me. I have a glass of water in my hand. So I start swatting at him. The water goes all over the tile. The tile becomes slick. I start <gasps> slipping Flailing my arms, I hit the ground. Was this when we stayed there before we moved to New York? Yeah, it was when we were on our way up oh to God. New York. And we I don't remember had like this. A week where we both stayed at your mom's house because we had to get out of our other apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and then the next day, I found it. It was dead, <laughs> dead right there in the middle of the floor. I won, bitch. Pat won. Roach zero. Wow, that was a what was a great 
story amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's my other, the other story I'm going to tell my grandchildren. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mom, Grandpa's hallucinating again. You want to talk about the gay penguins? I mean, I don't really have that much to say about them. It's really interesting, though. So there's, there's, there's an animal corner today, guys. So gather Yay. around. Animal corner! Animal corner! <laughs> okay, so there are two penguins. They are going to be kept together because these two penguins are in a gay relationship. Yeah, they actually got... This is, I think this is the funniest part of the story is that they got kicked out of a breeding program. Like, they were, they were like, accepted into a special program where they were supposed to be getting Doing it with, some, with yeah. like, lady penguins. Right. <laughs> and then... Making some babies. Apparently, they were only interested in each other. And so they were like, you guys can't stay in there. You guys can't freeload off this program. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, this, is, this is costing our taxpayers money. I know, exactly. They're like, you were here to do one thing and one you thing had, only. You had one job. Exactly. So you need to leave. <laughs> so they kicked them out of the program, and they put them somewhere else so that they could be together and together. in love. But they're changing their names. Their names were Stan and Ollie. And now they're going to be Cal and Groby? I don't know why. Why do they have to change their... I feel like they're in some sort of like witness, witness protection. protection. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> fucked up. They're like, no one they can They saw know. some shit. This sounds like the beginning of like a conspiracy movie. You know what I mean? Like they join this program and then when they don't follow the program, then they kick them out. Because, and then they make them change their names. Do you know what I'm saying? Put, like, them, in a, put them in a special, a special zoo. Yeah, this is like penguin things instead of like stranger things. I don't know, I tried. Stranger stranger penguin things. This was also really funny is that these are not the the first gay penguins. There have been a bunch of them. And actually, um, there's a very famous gay penguin couple in the New York Central Park Zoo. um, And they actually had like a series of books written about them or a book written about them. Um, their uh, Their names are Roy and Silo. And they they adopted a little baby. I just think that's so cute that they like they're that raising really up sweet. a little penguin of their own. Um, but here's what's interesting: this book about these penguins became the third most banned book in the United States because people said that it was promoting homosexuality. Now, isn't that some shit? It's about two penguins. It's not <laughs> telling anybody to be gay. It's literally a book about two animals uh, and how they live their life. And wouldn't you but think? But seriously, though, seriously, are the penguins though. part of like the gay, the quote-unquote gay agenda? Like they are literally just <laughs> living their lives. If this is not, if this is not a case of the fact that you can't choose, that people don't choose to be <laughs> anything, but like right. if, if these animals like right. are, you know fell in love with each other and, and they want to raise a child, which clearly they 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 raised a child uh, uh, an egg that had been rejected. Someone some other penguin didn't want to take care of their baby. And so they said, you know what, we will step up and take care of this child and people still want to hate. Isn't it just the worst when you read a book and then you're gay? <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> the book is not the book is not gonna do that. It's not I mean it's not bad at first, but then I'm like Shit, Fran's going to be pissed. <laughs> You're like, I never should have read this book. <laughs> and then I got to read a whole other book about being straight so I can save my marriage. I know. If you just, if you read the right books, everyone, <laughs> then everything it's will turn so out. so stupid. 
Yeah, it was really interesting, too, because the, the couple was actually trying to sort of nurse a rock shaped like an egg. Oh, my God. And then, and then when the zookeepers, when, when the other couple couldn't take care of one of their eggs, the zookeeper took it and gave it to uh, Roy and Silo, and, uh, and they raised it. That is so sweet. And it I'm, is sweet. And I'm really it's adorable. pissed off that anyone would be upset that two penguins wanted to provide a loving home to a baby penguin just because they both happen to be male penguins. And then they wanted to ban the book about gay male penguins raising an adopted penguin. People are saying, like, it's anti... A, anti-family is one of the things that the they're saying. The book is about two penguins that have a family. That makes no freaking sense. <laughs> I know. I know. Actually, sadly, one of them died. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Why did you put that in the story? Well, this is, well, we started off on a depressing note. I feel like things have gotten too light. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want anyone out there laughing or walking away feeling good about this. Oh, well, <laughs> we don't know which one it is because we couldn't be bothered to do it that. It was Roy. Okay, well. <laughs> was it? It was. Let's move to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't. Don't 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 go anywhere, friend. <laughs> Stay right where you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Florida Man. If you're not familiar with the segment, Patrick and I are both from Florida. We are not just hating on that beautiful gun-shaped state. <laughs> we actually are from South Florida and We, in this segment, I pull some headlines about Florida men, and Patrick's job as a real-life Florida man is to determine which of these headlines is fake. I've gotten pretty good at it, I have to say. You were, I mean, pretty good, slash, I wasn't that good at the last one. Oh, okay, so I don't get credit. You're really going to fall on your sword now to deprive me of credit? You're going to say it wasn't, it wasn't me being good at it. It was you being bad at tricking me? Yes, yes. I, I, it was my fault. But the headline was just not up to snuff. <laughs> you want to hear some shit, though? We got some, some side-eye oh, from yeah, another... Oh, tried to come for us. Another podcast, you know, it was, it was mild. But another podcast suggested that we stole this segment from them, mm-hmm. um, which is hilarious because I didn't go and listen to their segment, but... They said that they talk about Florida headlines on their show. And I was like, okay. Yes, everyone talks about Florida headlines because they're in the fucking paper. There are whole websites devoted to Florida headlines. I mean, I mean, like, not just, like, Florida newspapers running stories about local news. I mean, like, sites that are digesting Florida man stories. That's where I get the Florida man headlines from. There's a whole Twitter account called Florida Man. <laughs> yes. It was just, it was hilarious that this other podcast tried to suggest that we were stealing their idea which wasn't their idea at all. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like you said, a lot of newspapers like Huffington Post, Sun Sentinel, my, uh, Miami New Times, all have categories called Weird Florida. I have an RSS feed of right. Weird it's Florida no stories. This is not like some original idea. We just added the extra twist that we are actually from Florida That's the twist. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I think that that gives us some sort of, like, ownership over the segment in the sense that, like, I have a soft spot for the fact that our home state gets shit on all the time. And 
you it know, gives us a predisposition to the what? Who on their podcast is from Florida? We are not even going to say the name of that podcast because we don't do free promo around here. <laughs> they can not, sponsor us. Not that I like, <laughs> bitch who's listening anyway. Like, no, I mean, we're from Florida. So, like, that makes it a little something special. Enough. I think that you did this on purpose to try and distract me. The first headline is Florida man attacks flamingo at Bush Gardens in front of park goers. Florida man attacks a flamingo in Bush Gardens. Yeah, totally. Number two. Can you know how drunk people get at Bush Gardens? No, I've, I've never gotten drunk at Bush Gardens. Uh, well, I've been to Bush Gardens, and I've seen, I've seen the shit show that is Bush Gardens. Okay, great. It's Anheuser Busch's Gardens. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't connect that? No, I, there's beer everywhere. I had no idea. Yeah, and it's all Bud Light, and it's awful. I anyway. Had, I had no idea. Okay, ready? Number two. Yep. Florida man arrested for snoring too loud. Mm, maybe. I'll think about it. Number three. Florida man allegedly used human brains to get high. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I think that one might be fake. Number four. Florida man attacks grandmother who wouldn't drive him somewhere to have sex. <laughs> who hasn't attacked their grandmother when they're cock blocking you? Um, I'm going to go with the brain one, number three. Motherfucker! Did I get it? Yeah, but that was a trick one because that did happen. It just happened in Pennsylvania. So no. what you're saying is you're you're lazy. No, Too I... Too lazy to make up a headline. No, 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 no. Well, I, here's the thing. No, Florida, see, this is what I... Ugh, no, Florida let men, me explain Florida this. men eat faces, not, not brains. brains. Oh, God. And that's he where you went wrong. He didn't even eat the brain. He What he did, okay, apparently... This is a new thing, or not new, I guess, is like using formaldehyde in joints. Oh, yeah. It's called um, wet, like making the, the, the joint wet. Yeah. I've um, heard of this. It's really dangerous. It's really, okay, first of all, this is some really dangerous shit because it eats away at your brain. And the, this motherfucker got a, stole a brain in a jar of formaldehyde. Oh, my God. And kept it under his bed and was using the formaldehyde that the brain oh had been God. sitting in <laughs> to put Jesus. on his joints <laughs> to get high and thus eat his own brain. Oh, Isn't that terrible? Yeah, I, yeah, that is a demented story. And doesn't but that sound like some shit that would happen in Florida? Come on, now. No, no, it doesn't. Really? No, it's too nuanced. You know, the <laughs> it's it's too long term. I think is what it is. Like there's <gasps> there's foresight there. Florida men don't have the foresight. They just go, they do basalt, eat some faces, and call it a day. What is with guys in Florida eating people's faces? I don't know. So many people were sending me about the college student who ate the who killed the couple and then ate the guy's face. It's 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 a Florida thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is two in a row. And I, I can't I'm on a roll. I'm killing it. Oh God. If you have Florida man stories, please send them to us. We're always happy to get them, even if they are really morbid. All right, I do have a slang which Patrick in my slang which Patrick in my slang which Fucking shitty, dude. What? I thought you liked it. Let's do it. I'm ready because you know I'm always I'm always looking to expand my slang lexicon. Oh, you're so cute. Okay, ready? Yep. This week's slang which phrase is "let you cook." Let you cook. 
Um, I picked this one because you like to cook. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured as much. Did you make this one up? I surely is did not. Is this your way of, of being like... No, I didn't make this up. This is a real I thing. I want you to start cooking this chicken and broccoli for me no, so no, I don't no, have no, to no, do no. it. No, this is a real phrase. Let you cook. I think that means, that means like when somebody's doing their thing, you know, really just, you know... It's when you back up and say, let me let you cook. I'm going to let you I'm going to let you shine right now. You know, I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going to give you the stage. I am fucking amazed right now. Yeah, how did you how did you how you must have heard this before? No, I've never heard that one is actually I've never even seen that on Twitter. And usually I'll see some of these on Twitter somewhere. You really just pulled that definition out of your hate and ass hate and head. <laughs> yes. I cannot yes. It is, it is absolutely painting it shows, it shows how good I've gotten, how in tune to the slang I've become. It pains me to say that you got that correct. Yes. That allowing someone to cook is allowing them to proceed to get their swag on or to do whatever it is that they're doing and to cease your Patrick hating ass hating ways and let them go about their um, activities, which normally you would hate on. Yeah, so I don't let people cook very often. No, you never. You, you keep them raw. But I do a lot of cooking. You do. So there's that. So people can let me cook. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, don't expect a, any reciprocation. I, I Honestly, baby, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, I'm just good at this. Like, you know, I'm just, I just know I just feel it in I my I think bones. you have an unfair advantage because I lost my job and I'm just like not on the top of my game right now. Oh, because you don't work in late night anymore? No, I'm not, I'm not, you know, flexing that muscle every day. God, you need to get back to late night because <laughs> otherwise this podcast is not gonna, <laughs> it's just not going to last. <laughs> Uh, womp, womp. That's a positive note to end the show on. <laughs> well, we would love to hear what you thought of this week's episode. And you can also send us language V phrases or listener letters if you have questions or maybe you have some great Florida man stories that you think should be on the show. You can email us at lnbpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis or just tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. Yeah. This was a this was a great show. We did it, Patrick. We had fun. We had fun. I won two games in a row. Um, and I'm just over here cooking now. You're a winning ass winner. I'm Prajeska. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis. Mm-hmm.